0: Welcome to the ADHD Open Space Podcast. My name is Gray Miller, and I will be your host and facilitator as we explore ideas, workarounds, accommodations, and other aspects of being a professional adult with ADHD. Most of this will come from my perspective as a cis white male in his mid-50s, living in the Midwest who found out a year ago, that I've been living with ADHD my entire life. I am not an expert on ADHD, except maybe in not knowing I've had it for half a century and somehow still getting by. But I promise to cite my sources or at least admit when I'm repeating something I read on the interwebs. If I say anything you don't agree with, you're welcome to call me on it and let me know. This podcast is also part of the lead up into the first ADHD open space happening in Madison, Wisconsin, on January 20th, 2024. You can learn more about that event both here in the show and at the website ADHDopen.space. The first 30 episodes of this podcast are also being released as part of National Podcast Post Run, Na Pod NAPODPOMO. That means things might get a little rough, but it's going to be fun. Kind of like ADHD, right? Enjoy the show. How I rediscovered the best tool that I have for coping with ADHD. It turns out it's been with me my whole life. I am an idea machine. I laugh when I get the spam emails promising yet another course in how to be more creative. How oh, is that a problem? I can come up with a dozen ideas for articles, games, stories, projects, you name it, all before my morning coffee is done. There is just one problem. I can't remember them. Not in my head, at least. Especially when they're mixed in with things I need to do. Books I want to read, appointments I want to keep, or other administrivia of my life. Just capture it in your phone notes app is the common wisdom. Which usually goes something like this. Number one, hey, I've got a great idea. Number two, pull out my phone. Number three, see the notifications on the home screen. Four, tap one putatively to unlock the phone, but that takes me to the app that posted the notification. 5. Maybe that requires a reply or an acknowledgement. It also makes me wonder, what else have I missed? 6. A ridiculously convenient swipe down the screen shows all the other notifications, each of which loops back to the aforementioned number 5. 7 any of the other app icons on my phone, which are designed to be eye-catching and fingertip-attracting. They might also end up getting in the way of what I actually pulled my phone out to do, which is eight, to pull up one of a bajillion different note-taking apps and actually write down what the original idea was, assuming I can remember it. Eight steps to catch an idea on a device where companies have literally spent millions of dollars designing user interfaces that will catch my attention. And that's when the voice in my head says, why don't you just... And maybe you're saying it too. I mean, come on, Gray, this is a real first-world problem. Just stop getting distracted by the shiny icons and beepy notifications and get on with your life. You don't have to say it. I've said it myself for years. Decades. I just need to buckle down, focus, be disciplined, get serious, or that perennial favorite, grow the fuck up. Someone asked me recently, did getting diagnosed with ADHD have any life-changing consequences? And this is where I can say, yes, it did. Because instead of having some magical thinking that my brain is somehow more powerful than those... Millions, maybe billions of dollars, paid to people whose only job is to distract me. Instead of pretending that somehow, some day, I was going to suddenly develop the capacity to not be distracted, in spite of decades of research and experience indicating otherwise, I can grow the fuck up and recognize that this is not going to happen. And then figure out what to do and set, because not only am I an idea machine. Thanks to the law of large numbers, some of those ideas are even good. So I need to capture them. My friend, my ally, my notebook. Once I make the adult decision that my fancy iPhone is not the solution, and that sweet, sweet new app that everyone's raving about, now I'm looking at you, scrintle, hints, notion, should not be experimented with then the solution is obvious. My abiding love of notebooks, small ones, big ones, fancy ones, cheap ones. It's another way that my brain has been trying to compensate for ADHD. I have switched from digital organizers back to notebooks more times than I can count. And I have used so many esoteric systems and layouts and pens, oh, let's not forget the pens, that I could easily write a book about it. Hey, you know what, that's, that's kind of a good idea. You know, maybe like a big, beautiful book with images from the notebooks, along with reflections of how they reflected the periods of my life. And and that's the point when I pause in my podcast, and I reach for the Badori style notebook sitting to the left of my keyboard. The note is captured, put in the pen, <laughs> with the last couple of ideas. Those steps are pretty simple. One. Open the notebook. Two, flip to a blank page. Three, pick up the pen. Four, write down the idea. Okay, I'm being a little disingenuous here. In reality, the steps went more like this. One, have the idea. Two, realize it would be good to illustrate this part of the article with a picture. Three, pick up my phone seeing that a friend who was attending Protospiel in Minnesota this weekend has texted me about a deadline for a creative art zine that has been extended. 4. Start to wonder if they might want an article about how notebooks can be the way for someone who struggles with attention to capture their creative ideas. 5. Have my cat Wash Flerkin Miller jump up on the desk, reminding me that I was about to take a picture, because if I get the cat in the picture, people will love the article even more. 6. Open the camera app, frame the pic, wait for the cat to photobomb it. Maybe it's more of a photo trap. 7. Take the pic, send it to my laptop, and import it into Ulysses for all the bad stuff about the Apple techno system, Sometimes it really does just work. And then 8. Come back to writing the article. So yes, it was another 8 steps, and a narrow brush with having my attention diverted. Again, thanks to the phone. And if you were watching closely, you'll notice there was one particularly egregious absence from that list... I never actually wrote down the idea until after the message cat picture upload process. And you can relax. I did, in fact, write it down. It's caught. Or maybe I should use a less adversarial metaphor. Let's say it's planted safe in my idea garden. No, that's too consumer-based. You know what? It's comfortable. I created a neat little home for my ideas, furnished it with a decent pen and of room, and even a few friends. The obstacle is the me and my ADHD tax return to hang out with. Having the notebook is just the start. I also have to bring the notebook with me everywhere, and we'll talk about more about that in an upcoming podcast, which actually has a guest interview. I also have to remember to use the notebook in spite of the FOMO messages and cat bombs I have to build systems in my life that will go back and check on the idea, see how it's doing, maybe upgrade it to a posh article or book of its own. But the first step, rule one, as Jacqueline Paul writes in Order from Chaos, which is one of my favorite books about organizing your life out of ADHD, the rule one is accepting reality. And the reality is that my notebook is the best and primary tool for coping with my ADHD. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the ADHD Open Space podcast. Again, my name is Gray Miller. If you have any comments or questions about the show, you can feel free to leave them on the podcast page at adhdos.substack.com forward slash podcast. Or you can email me directly, gray, G-R-A-Y at adhdopen.space. The background music for the intro and outro are from Pixabay.com and are called Funny Days Together by Background Music Lab, used under a YouTube Content ID license.